Hello, everyone. My name is Dina, and you're listening to Slavs with Tip, a podcast about Slavic languages. Holiday season is slowly approaching, and I have an early gift for you. Slavs with Tip magazine issue number two is coming December fifteenth. You will be able to secure your issue at www.slavsvita.org. And if you wish to read the first issue, you can also find it there. Today, we are going to go back to some core grammar stuff, and I'm very happy to be doing that. Don't get me wrong; I had loads of fun reading about the etymology of month names and talking about Belarusian with Matea. But there is something about cases in Slavic languages that makes the whole thing very special. And today we are discussing the baddest of them all, the genitive case. But not just that; we are discussing genitive of negation in Slavic languages. Now, just remember. This is the first out of two episodes on genitive of negation, so there is a lot to cover. Genitive of negation is a phenomenon that is nowadays seen in Polish and Slovene as mandatory, while Russian and Bosnian Serbian Croatian have it as an optional thing. In Bosnian Serbian Croatian, is rather very rare, but we will get to that. However, not only Slavic languages share this feature. Lithuanian finds it standard, while Latvian is familiar with it, though it is not that common anymore. Since I spent the month of September in Riga, Latvia, I felt like it was my duty to mention the Baltic languages as well. So let's start with Slovene. A couple of days ago, I asked you on my Instagram profile to tell me why we say "vidou sam moitsa," I saw moitsa, but "nisam vidou moitse," I didn't see moitsa. The simple answer is negation. When the action in the sentence is negated, the object of that action needs to be put in genitive. That is what we call genitive of negation. And since moitza is a female name in Slovene, we get the genitive form moitze instead of accusative form moitzo. This phenomenon is to be noticed very early in the history of Slovene language. Even in the Frising manuscripts, the oldest source of written Slovene from the late 10th, early 11th century. Some dialects, however, started getting rid of genitive of negation very early, since it is not even mentioned in the first grammar of Slovene called Zimske Urice Proste, written in 1584 by Adam Bohoric. It is first mentioned as a rule in 1825 in a grammar by Franz Metelko. However, as it is usually in languages, there are some exceptions. Of course, the negative pronoun nič, nothing, and non-specific indefinite pronoun kai, something, usually avoid genitive of negation, especially in spoken language. So instead of saying nicisar nisam vidu, I didn't see anything, or nimam cisa zavidat, I don't have anything to see, people say nič nisam vidu and. Nimam kaisa videt. Another thing to mention is that not only objects fall under this rule, but subjects sometimes as well. Although only with the verb biti to be and some other verbs that express existence, according to Jorge Toporišić, a well-known Slovenian linguist. Okay, now jumping to Russian. 
a negated transitive verb can have both a genitive or accusative complement. So, я не пишу сообщение. Or, я не пишу сообщение. I don't write a message. Throughout the history, the usage of genitive of negation has slowly started fading, although Lomonosov considered it pretty standard in 18th century. Today, it is more and more common to use accusative, although there are some exceptions. In some fixed expressions, like in не обращать внимание, to not pay attention, although, honestly, I've heard people say не обращайте внимание as well. Then, with the negated verb иметь, to have, for example, не имею понятия, I don't have a clue. The usage of genitive or accusative can lead to interpretational differences as well. Some linguists suggest that these semantic differences are what makes genitive of negation in Russian obligatory rather than compulsory. Some argue that it has to do with the aspect of the verb, others that it depends on the intention of the verb. I would love to hear from you, native speakers of Russian. Is genitive of negation something you use in your daily conversations? Write me on slavsuite at gmail.com or shoot me a message on Instagram or any other platform that you follow me on. When it comes to Bosnian-Serbian creation, genitive negation was a thing in 19th century, but lost on its meaning very early in the 20th century, when being placed as equal with accusative. Looking through history, it is to mention that genitive of negation has always been prioritized by the speakers in Bosnia and Herzegovina, while the ones in Serbia and Croatia quickly started replacing it with accusative somewhere between 19th and first half of the 20th century. One of the exceptions that is still heard is using genitive with the verb nemati, to not have. Nemam vremena, I don't have time. However, what usually happens, especially in this particular case, is hypercorrection, where people start using genitive in affirmative sentences as well. Imam vremena, instead of imam vreme. Even for me, imam vremena sounds more natural than imam vreme. Perhaps because there is a limited amount of time that you are expressing, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. Join me next time when we will continue discussing genitive of negation in West and other East Slavic languages. In the meantime, don't forget to follow Slavsvite on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn in order not to miss the second issue of Slavsvite magazine that is coming soon. If you still haven't read the first one, go to www.slavsvite.org and make sure you secure it. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.